What's up, bookworms? It's your host, Stevie. I'm here with my girl, MJ. What is up, everybody? How is everybody doing on this <laughs> lovely... We're recording this on a month... Is it? No, it's a no, Tuesday. Tuesday morning. <laughs> or a Tuesday morning. I'm sorry. Listen, when I'm in the cave and I'm writing, the days are just... They blur together. It's a rough time. I don't... Oh, my God. My sticky note fell. Um, <laughs> Guys, we have sticky notes on our computers. <laughs> yes, and it just fell to remind me of things that I need to say. Um, so, yeah, I'm... How is everybody's... De- I can't believe it's December, Stevie. Can you oh, my December? gosh. Christmas is only, like, two weeks away. If what? I don't want to talk about it. My anxiety is just too much. Do I get bonus points for not Christmas shopping yet? Oh, my God. Listen, I have to Christmas shop this weekend. Like, pray for me. Pray. Somebody did. People oh. be doing, like, Hail Mary. Send one up for your girl. Because <laughs> I'm nervous. <laughs> I haven't done any Christmas shopping. I am screwed. So book world talk what's new for the book obsessed reviews in the world of cv over there well, i got a lot of good things coming out this week um my girl lisa lisa suzanne is releasing the commitment so if anybody watched i mean has read her mfb series is kind of spinned off of that and spun off. yeah one <laughs> off of it look guys it's early morning look we're used to recording at nighttime it is morning time for us for the the Um, duo but if you've read her mfb series this kind of spun off of that and now we're getting tyler's story um we also have tegan hunter let's just talk about this girl for a minute she did she had this book called loathe thy neighbor and it's a book one in her roma roommate rock series roommate what romps romps okay cool so on thursday she's releasing love thy neighbor mm-hmm. and it, it's based on this entire apartment building that have found their love their roommate like their lovers in this in this entire cool so it's like a dating show but like in a in a comp like a, a an apartment complex. complex i dig it that's dope i can get behind something like that <laughs> so like the first one was funny because it was the guy was a teacher and the girl was um had her own clothing store and he had a pet turtle. Oh my god. He had so a cat. Funny. He tried to burn burn down his apartment and then it led to him staying with her for a couple weeks and then oh, oh my, it turned it like it was the cutest book ever. That girl gets bad props for that series because I'm obsessed with it. It reminds me of Are You the One? I've been binge watching it on Netflix. <laughs> I love, okay, listen, I know that it's probably all fake, but I absolutely love that television show. I love it. Look, let's talk for a second. I love fake reality TV. I get it's fake. I know that people are like, it's so fake. Why would you spend time watching it? Because no, it's, it's addictive. So, it's freaking entertaining. It is. And Are You the One is so good. So, like, season one, there are two. I don't know if you know how it works, Stevie. But yes, it's like, I do. Okay. So, season one, there was a couple. Oh my God, I flipping forgot their name. I forgot their name. They were super cute, though. They were a perfect match. Stevie, they are still married to this day. Seven years of marriage and two babies. I know who you're talking about. 
I nearly passed out when I saw isn't, it. Isn't their last name Diamond or something like that? Yeah, yeah, that's them. That's them. Oh my god, I love I've been it. watching since season one, so I I I follow a lot of them on Instagram on my personal Instagram. I literally cry. Um, what else are we? Oh, t- tomorrow is a cover reveal for Piper Rain. Ooh, party. for her. Um, my it's called My Beautiful Nemesis. Oh, I bet that's gonna be a gorgeous cover. I just feel it. And it is, I believe it's the Green Family. It's the first book in the Green Family. Okay. Which is the spinoff of her Sunset, or uh, not her Sunset, her like Starlight series. I'm excited. So that is exciting. I can't wait to, oh, actually I can already look at the cover if I want to because I already have it in my email. Don't look at it yet because I can't look at it. I won't, but I, I would like to see it because I need to. No, need to because no, doing. don't do that. That's not fair to me. That's <laughs> unfair. No, don't do that to me. You have to wait until we're but can I talk, off the podcast. Can, can, I give, can I give a shout out to Danny for, for, <laughs> for sending me multiple messages with this one? Um, if you look at it, I swear to God. So Stevie. wait a second. Why? When I did the signups, it was called My Beautiful Nemesis, and now they're saying it's called My Beautiful Neighbor. So I think they switched titles on us. Maybe they did. Who knows? Things okay. happen. Girl, I am here for this. Do, oh my God, you looked at it. It is you, the Green Family. It is the Green Family book one. You That's are a huzzy. Now. You are a huzzy. Huzzy. That's what you are, is a huzzy. I can't not know these things. Look. All right, so is that it for you on the on the in the books in the book world? I think so. I mean, there's a lot. Corinne Michaels really stay with me this week. Um, if you followed her Arrowwood Brothers series, um, yeah, I think that that it's gonna be a good. It's a good week. It's a lot of people are releasing books before Christmas, so okay. Now it's my try, turn. I would try to pronounce Julia's. Lagum Marciamo, she can email me and let me know if I pronounced that wrong, which I probably did. But Collateral Damage releases this week, and that's gonna that's a really, really good book. Okay, Woo. now it's my turn. So let's I'm gonna take the reins here for a little bit. Stevie and I have slightly different reading tastes, okay, and that's mostly because I like to read dark romance and some of stuff like that, and Stevie is more of a secret baby kind of gal. So me all. I have three books that I want to discuss with you guys real quick. One, y'all know how I feel about this series. You know how I feel about this author. I cannot praise her enough. Here Lies a Saint by C.L. Matthews, which is book two in her Here Lies series, comes out today. That's what I will be doing with my life after I get my word count in. I will be binge reading that book. Can we spill the beans on her? Can we spill the... Oh! Yes, and I'm super excited to announce we will be having her on the show. In February. In February. We're super stoked. Literally cannot wait. But I'm super excited to read this book. I literally, Stevie can tell you, I have not shut up about this series. I am super excited for the second book. I love this author. I love the way she writes. Love it. Dark, edgy, everything. Chef kisses. (laughs) Second book I want to talk about that came out yesterday if you are a dark romance fan and at all in you know this world of reading you know Penelope Douglas's Devil Night series everybody knows it everybody loves Damon 
we just know it. It's just an iconic series. She came out with a novella for the holidays called Fire Night that gives us a point of view of all four of the boys. And when I tell you I cried, Stevie, I cried like a baby. I read, I binge read the whole book. It's like 27,000 words. It's not very long, a little novella. I cried. I don't want to give any spoilers, but it's so good. And if you love the Devil's Night series, this is just such a good treat for you and if you have not read the devil's night series and you're looking for something dark that is the book to go with penelope douglas's it's corrupt hideaway kill switch nightfall and then fire night and i'm pretty sure there's a there's another novella somewhere in there that i don't know i can't remember the name of but 10 out of 10 you guys need to read it it's super good um yeah and then but the third book i'm going to talk the third book I'm going to talk about is The Villain by L.J. Shin. It comes out December 17th. Super excited to hear about it. It's like a modern day retelling of Persephone and Hades about Cillian Fitzpatrick, who is the oldest Fitzpatrick in her Boston Bell series, and Persephone Penrose. And so I can't wait to see what is in store for that book. And I will make sure that I let you guys know what I think about it. But without further ado, we're going to go ahead and get into it and uh, chat with our guest this evening, morning, day. This morning. <laughs> <laughs> Michelle B. was born and raised in New Jersey, where she lives with her husband and Fury co-writing, furry co-writing buddy, Mr. Bojangles. After secretly writing two of the five books in her heart series, she decided it was time to hit the publish button. She has turned her love for reading hot, steamy romance books into writing them. The way Her way of writing angsty, suspenseful romance draws you in and makes you feel like you live inside the pages alongside the characters. She is unapologetically addicted to Starbucks and loves going to the movies with her husband over 30 years. Welcome to the show. We are super excited to have you. Why, thank you. Thank you for joining us. I'm so excited because I'm friends with you on Instagram and we chat all the time. And so I've been super excited to talk to you. And because I binge read your entire series, your entire (laughs) heart series. Listen, girl, when I, when I'm in the mood to binge read and I'm not like, like I hit my word count and I tell you, I'm taking a break. I am binge reading hard, hard. I don't like my book buddy. uh, My book buddy reads really fast. So you read fast. I I, I read really fast, especially when I enjoy something. Yeah, those are big books, though. I mean, honestly, it's not even. I don't even. They. I mean, (laughs) like long books, short books doesn't even. If I enjoy it, the shortest. If I hate a book, the shortest book in the world will feel like ninety-five chapters. (laughs) But if I enjoy, (laughs) I I get it. I get it. If I enjoy a book, it'll feel yeah. like it's like 20 seconds. It's done. And I'm like, where did it go? Where did it go? It's gone. <laughs> so uh, I'm super excited. I know <laughs> we have so many questions for you. Um, and I'm going to let Stevie do the first one and then I'll take it over after okay. that. Are we going to just go back and forth? Yes. You right. go first. We're going to talk about Kaylin and Sophia's story first because I'm obsessed with those two. 
know. And they were I, they were over a span of three books. <laughs> I called him C the whole time because I wasn't exactly sure how to pronounce his name. Yeah. So it was just C the whole time. Even did my editor. So <laughs> I, it's okay though. I love him. I love him. Obsessed. Yeah. Look, I watch a show that's called. I don't know if anybody else watches TLC at all, but there's that show Unexpected. Um, and it's the pregnant teenagers. Oh my God! Here we go again with your pregnancy but tropes. One of the one of the boys on there had that name. That's the only reason I knew how to pronounce ah, there it. You go. There you go. I'm from the South, and everything that is supposed to sound one way does not sound that way. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I wasn't even gonna try it. <laughs> all right. So who inspired the Hart family, or what inspired the Hart? Oh family? my God! I'm so excited. Tell me all. I don't really know. Actually, I um. I don't know. I, I really don't know. I just had like a story in my head and um, like I thought about it for a while and then I don't know. I just knew that I wanted like a really like a an alpha but also sensitive male and then and so and that's Kaylin right? So speak my heart. Be still my heart. <laughs> um, and I wanted somebody that because originally it was only supposed to be a trilogy. There was not supposed to be a fourth and a fifth book. Okay. Now going on. So, um, but then after I wrote it, everybody was like, well, we're going to have the friends. Like, what are we doing? Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> yeah. Where so, are they at? Yeah. <laughs> I don't get Luke and Jess's story. I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love it. He's my, well, I shouldn't say it, but he is my favorite. Luke is my favorite. This girl, I don't but, know. <laughs> but I don't know where. I don't really know where Kaylin and Sophia came. My husband and I, like, I literally, I will tell you, I never, ever, read a book hated high school barely got out oh my gosh it. legitimately never read a book until 2015 and it was because of my sister-in-law my sister-in-law was like you have to read this trilogy she's a big reader and I do was you like, remember what it was the trilogy that I read yeah it was 50 shades listen I'm <laughs> telling you it's everybody's starter book I have a yeah. theory I have a theory yeah. That every author in the romance genre, I feel, I feel like especially now, I feel like Fifty Shades of Grey was really like a breakthrough for like yeah. the type of romance that we like to write. Yes. And I feel like, yes, yes. I know yes. exactly what you're saying. And I feel like it's like, it was women. I, okay, listen, I'm all for the woman empowerment thing. Like I could talk sure. about it for years, but I think that Fifty Shades of Grey, it was just a really like empowering moment for women yeah. to be like, hey, we like reading this stuff. Yes. It's okay for us to like this freaky stuff that happens and to oh. read a yes. little like PG rated R some scenes, you know, like yes. it's fine. Yes. And I think when, I think when she published those books and everybody read them, it was just like a breaking point where people would be like, oh my yes. God, like it's it okay. a lot of doors for women. Exactly. And it was like, people like reading this. I like writing this mm -hmm. and it's okay for me to do that. So exactly. watch me up exactly. the ante on this and now and you know what's created a monster yes and you know it's funny like when i hear people say oh 50 shades of gray and i'm like mm -mm, stop right there because there's a whole backstory to this guy right like, i know there's a whole backstory it's not just about all the bdsm and all of that there's a yes. whole backstory and I mean, yeah. even the even the people that I know from like a BDSM community is like, even though it was portraying a certain aspect of the BDSM, sure. it right. still opened doors for people yeah. for that kind of thing too, yes. for BDSM play yeah. and yeah. for people to like look into that and like yeah. showing that sex is fine. It's healthy. It's human. We do it. Yeah. And we if you might and as well enjoy it. 
And yeah. if you think about it too, it's, it, you have sex scenes in books prior to Fifty Shades, which were more conservative and weren't right. drawn out. Right. Exactly. But now books, there's no no rules. Say, exactly. Fifty Shades exactly. broke all those rules, and Don't now me Yes. Now you get all the steamy <laughs> sex scenes that everybody wants right, to read. Right, right, right. <laughs> exactly, and we have even like we have like, and I'm I'm sure that it was a thing before Fifty Shades. But I feel like it was just like brought a bigger light to like we have like reverse harems, which I mm-hmm. never even knew what the I've hell that read. was. Me neither. Oh. Like I, somebody said something to me one day and I was like, what the hell was that? I was like, what is a reverse harem? And then it was like, oh, it's like one girl and like five guys. And I was like, <laughs> hell yes. And then you get like, the Menende, Menendez. I never know how to say that word. Menage. 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 Yeah, that one. Yes. Yeah. I was like, sign me the hell up for that. Yeah. The yes. best menage I've ever read was uh, M. Nevers. Oh, it was it's what? Moto, it's Moto something. I read it like four years ago. I think. Damn thing broke my heart. I think, honestly, my favorite reverse harem is the one I'm currently about to, is like currently reading. And that's uh, C.L. Matthews, Here Lies a okay. Corpse and Here Lies a Saint. Okay. God, they're so good. And it's like dark <laughs> romance. It's my fave. Love but. Dark romance. Oh, same okay so <laughs> now back to you um, okay so I never so I read those books my sister was like you have to read them and I was like nah I'm not reading it like I'm just not I'm like a movie girl I love movies like I'm not doing it yeah and then she left them they're from Indiana so she, they had come back out uh like twice in one month or something and she left the books for me and I was bored one day and I was sitting there and they were on my coffee table so I picked it up and I'm not kidding you like I picked it up and I started flipping through the chat the pages and I was like wait a minute, like, I gotta know what happens between these people, right? Yeah, so I, for somebody who's never read before, I read all three books in 11 days. My eyeballs were screaming, and then I read- Needed sleep. (laughs) Exactly, and then, um, and then I read, um, I can't remember which one it was, but it was, like, back to back. It was Sylvia Day's uh, Bear to You, Mm. and then um, that whole- five book series was phenomenal and then I read Driven by Kay Bromberg oh that's so amazing uh, yeah so and then from there like I just read for a year like 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 every day all day long I just read 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 and then at the end of that year I looked at my husband said I'm gonna write a book and he was like what and I was like I'm gonna write a book and he was like go ahead and I was like you realize it's not that easy right because I don't (laughs) outline I don't do any of that I wing it I'm a total winger so the story in my head but the story is in my head and I'm going, as I'm going, it's just how, I mean, I know what scenes I'm going to put in. I know like the characters and mm-hmm. obviously like the traits of each one of them. And I know each scene, but I pretty much have been told I have no writing experience whatsoever. Like I've never took creative writing or anything like that. And so I've pretty much been told that I write in reverse, <laughs> which means I know the ending of the story and I just have to bring it all the way to that point. So I, I think know that's, all the in between. I don't even think there is a writing in reverse. I just feel like everybody is so different because I'm like that's a different. mixture of a seat of like the seat of a pantser, but also an outliner. See, I, don't, I couldn't outline for my life. 
It's a, but it's not like a detailed outline. Basically, I just think of like big scenes that I love and I'll place them somewhere yes, that's and then I feel the gaps in from there and, yes, 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 yes. and it just like, works out that way. Yeah. Like my husband will say it to me, like, are you writing today? And I'm like, yeah, I'm just filling today. Like today's just a filler. It's a filler chapter. That's yeah. what's happening. Nothing yeah. exciting is going down. Yeah. No. Yeah. We just have um, to get to that point. So what is your favorite part of C and Sophia's story? Probably when she had the baby. Oh, Christ. That's like <laughs> no. oh. breakdown. Probably when she had the baby. Only because everybody was standing in the hallway and they didn't even know it. And they were all, the three of them were going through this emotional, you know, oh, moment. And she's so close to Giovanni and he's like, don't be checking her out. Like we're doing <laughs> this baby. <laughs> yes yes you oh know, my god so I can't. That, that was probably it because you know from where it went from the beginning where she you know lost the babies yeah and now you're, it's this whole turning point where she's you know bringing this child into the world with him and they finally got that whole circle you and know? it was just like yes i was just about to say that it's just a yeah. one big yeah. full circle moment and it just my heartstrings could not yeah. handle it the yeah. heart series was such a great name yeah. for yeah. it yeah because it tugs at them like in yeah. every shape and form and i have I'm a girlfriend a- that doesn't have children she can't have children and mm-hmm. um she said to me i know exactly what it feels like to have children now she said to oh go through that whole God. she said the emotions that you put in that book told me how you went through when you had your children i would have cried if somebody yeah. would have told me that girl i would not yeah. have been able to yeah process yeah i'm an emotional person so i would never (laughs) be able to handle listen i don't know about you but when i'm writing like i'm like if i'm writing a sad scene i'll be my husband will walk in the room and i'll be bawling yes (laughs) that's me it's me it's fine i feel you are you all right and i'm like i'm good i'm good it's It's fine (laughs) i think it's mostly because we take these characters and we pride ourselves in like building these characters from scratch they're genuinely like our imaginary children yes they really are and i when i have to put them through shitty stuff i'm like oh my god i'm such a bad mom like (laughs) jesus and like my characters are so emotionally like destroyed okay that i'm like damn maybe i should like to catch him a break a little bit but then I'm, I'm like ah nah I'm like nah they'll handle it they'll handle it. it it's fine they'll be all right um so after the trilogy okay between the two of them we get where the chips may fall okay right. which is the heart series book number four right. and this is Luke and Jessica okay right. now let me tell you something about these two all right <laughs> this the chemistry between the two of the two yeah. of them is so hot that I could literally feel it through my Kindle. They are okay? couple goals. Oh my God. And I love, I love a strong female lead. I, it's, I think it's so important to a good book sometimes when that's like the route you're going. And she was just, oh my God, I yeah. loved her. I yeah. loved her. I loved yeah. him. I loved everything about them. Yeah. So who inspired this couple? Was like Jessica inspired by like a girlfriend of yours or was like Luke inspired by like an ex-boyfriend, like spill all the tea. We're here for it. Uh, no, um, <laughs> no, I just knew that when I wrote Sophia, Sophia from book one to book three had such a huge growth in her maturity mm-hmm. level. And um, and then when I knew when I was writing Jess, like I love strong heroines too, but I also know that 
there's a soft side to every woman. It doesn't matter how strong you are. There's a soft yes. side, right? So here is this woman who's kicking ass in the middle of the night with these men taking them down. And I loved writing it. When I was writing it, like I loved it. Like I would read my scenes back to my husband. I'm like, oh, she's so kicking ass right now. Like, she you know, is queen um, bad bitch right now. Yeah, but I will tell you that um, we have friends. Mm-hmm. I'll say that, that playing worlds that way. Um, okay. so, so there was that part of it, like to, to mm-hmm. know that part of it, like how like shady and seedy it is underneath that yes. world part. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just knew that I really, after Sophia, I really wanted to write a really strong character and come on, like without giving anything away, you know, the big part that I'm talking about. Yes. Right? No, I'm you're just spoiler free, <laughs> but <laughs> I don't want to give it away, but like you, you did that all on your own. Do you know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. Yep. You know? And, and you so, are a bad bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and you deserve Luke because that man, Jesus Christ, yeah. I love him. Yeah, yeah. I, love I, him. I know when everybody when um when everybody got to that point where like he had his secret and his mm-hmm. secret came out. Yes. Not, nobody knew it except for Sophia and Kaylin, really. Yes. Um, and her his his uh, Sophia's father. Um now going into like the, you'll realize how close that they really are and how much people really do know about each other but keep everything secret so it's that yeah. like you know so I mean? it's like how connected everybody is but yeah. how like hush hush it is yeah. at the same time it's yeah. like look but don't say shit kind of yeah, thing exactly <laughs> and that's like that, that's like that whole I love I love that whole concept of like not even needing to kind of I feel like this whole group right is that kind of those kind of people that don't even need to like use words to like communicate with no, each other exactly. like they just know yep. like you know like they know if like the other one's like in some deep shit they yes. know when they're going yes. through their yes. feels like it's just yes. a thing that doesn't even need to use words and that is like a kudos to you and like your writing ability to be yeah. able to co- like create such amazing characters and such like real life characters that yeah. you don't even have to use words for them right. to right 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 you know it's like a good, they they together or a good couple together Exactly. It's kind of like that. So yeah. And if you look at it like in um uh I think it was book two. It's so funny because now I have to go back and do my own references sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I'm like, wait, did I? Yeah, no, I gotta check that out. Um but like there was one part where Sophie was in the kitchen on the floor and she was having a flashback and she was holding the butter knife. She was going to do the, mm-hmm. the, the toast or English muffin, whatever it was. And, um, and Jessica came in and Jessica at that point showed how much of a strong person she was. Yes. Knowing how, how weak Sophia was at that time. And knowing when to be strong for like your fellow strong female, you know, and I feel like the key to a strong woman is I'm currently writing a character right now. It's like that. Um, I feel like the key to a strong woman is being surrounded by other strong women. And it's not even just like, it's not even just like you have to, everybody has to be strong altogether. It's like everybody is strong in their own way and like when you come together you're just like this one big herd tribe of badass bitches I would just not want to be the guy that has to come and holler at you because of the women I don't think any of those men in those books really have a say when it comes down to it I know it's like these bitches are running the show that's just how it is um so no skinny love which is the next one okay Nicole and Chris's story yes 
there how did you come up with like the story surrounding Nicole and Chris? Like their story touches on the subject of addiction a little bit, which is, I would like to say it's my forte. Okay. Because I, from personal experiences, experiences in my life and like the area I lived in was so heavily affected by drugs. And so like my mom struggled with it her whole life. So I just feel like I am an expertise on what it feels like to be like the product of addiction you know yeah. and yeah. so like where did you get that inspiration from it did you like same thing my I have so many alcoholics in our family yes and addiction is just ridiculous in in you know our family so I knew when I wrote that book at one point I made a um I went online and I was like this book means something to me because of the addiction of yes it. like it's close to home you know what I mean like mm-hmm. so the one point where Chris turned around he was being really nasty to her in the kitchen oh my god I said some really vile shit to her well, you know, like oh, I said to one of my beta readers, you know what I'm talking about? I said to one of my beta readers, I'm like, it, it's pretty like, you know, when you're reading it, it's going to be like, oh my God. But you know what? That is the truth, right? It's the reality. Or they're under the influence, they say whatever the hell they want to say, right? It's the ugly yes. truth. Yeah. So like, I just, I left it in there and, you know, he was so back and forth, but he, I mean, it's, it was, but that's how an addict is, right? That's the addiction. One minute exactly. you're person and the next minute you don't want to be by them or you want to be away from them and you have to deal with your own crap. You exactly. Know? And I mean, I think that writing characters that have these issues, it's like highlighting the ugliness, but also the beauty that comes from like overcoming yeah. something so bad like that, you know, but at the same time, like, I know that there are going to be tons of people who don't like the shit I write, right? It's fine. Right. It's but fine there have been a few people that have like commented because I deal with a lot of things like that like there have been a few people that have commented on like the behavior of the characters I wrote like I have a character who's bipolar and literally I will literally is engraved in my brain one of these negative reviews said something about um she was like hot and cold and I was like thank you that was a backhanded compliment Right, right. Because that's how she is. That's how it is. Sophia, oh, you don't even know. People were like, she was so whiny, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, wait, but if you went from book one to book three, you would see the maturity level from being whiny and to not knowing what you want, but really knowing what you want to that stupid age bracket. You know what I mean? To that book where it was just a whole different ballgame. You know what I mean? Like her growth was so much. Exactly. And I just feel like people assume that like these books, like we're trying to create real characters so that people can relate to them. And I feel like people assume that when they read these, these people are like these perfect little you know, know whatever and I'm like listen that ain't if you come to read my shit that ain't what it is I promise <laughs> right. you that right. those people right. are so right. jacked up we right. are working right. the book is like self-reconstruction okay yeah. 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 that's what it is yeah. and so I really I I loved the aspect of because you can ask Stevie if a book makes me cry we have one oh um I love I love good cry books and so like I love how you were able to like invoke that emotion in their story with like his, you know, like wanting to be near you, but not wanting to be near you with like, you know, I'm dealing with this addiction, but I am, you know, I also love you, but it's like back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And I love that. And I think that it's just like, once again, it's a kudos to you and like your ability. That's my goal to make people cry. Like I don't just to cry. I want you to sob. Like I want you, I don't want the issues. 
I don't want the tissues. I want the paper towels next to you. Like I yes. want to, like, the sleeve, the snip after you're done. Like I want that. Like drowned in the tears, people. Look, I keep um, a, a box of tissues next to my bed. Yeah. For when I'm reading. So my significant other will come into the bedroom like he works nights right so when he gets home I'm like usually up right and I usually read around that time when he gets home and like I'm sobbing like I'm literally like snotty snotty nose like it's a problem and he is like who has died and I'm like these characters in this book have broken up And I have to explain like a little bit of this story yeah. to him so he doesn't think I'm a psychopath. Yeah, exactly. And he's exactly. like, yeah, I'm yeah. not getting it. Yeah. And I'm like, well, it's fine. It's whatever. I mean, whatever. Yeah. It's not for everybody. Yeah. Um, so book six, ma'am. Okay. The little one or Antonio's book. Okay, but wait, I have a surprise. So I'll let it out here today. Not many people know this. <gasps> oh my god, I'm so excited. What is it? <laughs> Antonio is not part of the heart series. There's oh, a new series. Shit. <laughs> it's called the Bleeding Hearts series. Oh shit. And here's the reason why. Wow. Because um I just dropped this there. <laughs> <laughs> no, here's the reason why. Because when I got to him, if you notice, he was always with them. He's mm-hmm. with, part of the elite. But he's very like yes. outside-ish, you know? Yes. Like chilling. Yes. Yeah, so he's there, he's protective, he's for his family, he loves his friends, but he has this whole other world that, that nobody in, knows right? about. So as much as he loves them and as much as he would like just to be the dude for the day, you know what I yes. mean? he's not, he's the king of the city, you oh. know what I mean? So it's this whole nother part of him. So when I was talking to, I, I started writing him and then I stopped to write Jingle My Balls, okay? Uh-huh. So, and then... I was writing the title at the same time at one point. She said best title ever. (laughs) (laughs) However, I can't advertise for it because of the name. So when I was doing it and I was like, you know what? Like he deserves like his own, like that all them guys deserve like their own because it's a whole different world, right? Exactly. So there's two parts to Antonio. He's very complex. So it was kind of hard. He actually hurt my brain. I'm glad that it's finished. <laughs> <laughs> um, he really did hurt my brain. Actually, the other one was Luke and Jess because Luke and Jess, their books overlapped. The yes. first three. So mm-hmm. I had to keep going back. And I, I hate it, but I didn't plan it. So that kind of hurt my brain, that one. But this one, because he's so complex to try and get it in there. You know, like he's like, I don't even know if you read the first chapter for his book. No, I haven't yet. Oh. oh my god no don't no tell me no spoilers let me read it right all right I so the first right chapter of his book tells you exactly who he is it just tells you straight out like what kind of guy he is straight oh up. like he, him. he doesn't do relationships yep. he doesn't want marriage he does not want children he doesn't want the responsibility give me he doesn't give want me. any of that and yep. so he meets this girl give me and the anti-villain yeah <laughs> he meets this girl and he's just like smitten with her like he knows he shouldn't be around her he knows that he's not going to go in that direction and he just mm-hmm. keeps himself away from her but then he also finds himself sitting in front of her house in the middle of the night you know <laughs> yes so um but like, he's very complex you. and then he gets like a curveball thrown at him and it just sends him into a complete tizzy. Oh my god, I want so, to know what so, there's it is. so yeah, so it's a spin-off of that. It's called the Bleeding Hearts series. So there's tentatively right now, it will be 
Um, he is the first book. Giovanni will be the second book. Oh, oh I love what? that. Yeah. I know everybody yes. is waiting for him. Oh God. <laughs> Everybody's waiting for him, but you all might be disappointed. But um because <laughs> you all think that he's getting together with his therapist or Sophia's therapist. Listen, I don't care who he gets together with. Sure. Just give me, give it to me. Just I'm not sure. Me. Like I have to feel him out first because he just in Antonio's book, it his name is the fixer. Uh-huh. Um, so he's that guy, you know, that Antonio goes to all the time. Yes. Um, it's his right hand man, you know. So um, so yeah, so it's Antonio, it's Giovanni, and then um there's a guy, a new guy, his name is um Dimitri. Oh shit, is he Russian? He's not. Damn it! <laughs> Listen, I love the name Dimitri. That's hot as shit. There's not gonna be Russian in an Italian mob. Listen, li- you don't know. You don't know. <laughs> I do. I'm from New Jersey. Listen, listen. <laughs> it could happen. All I mean, right? it could. This is the book world. My my grandfather is Italian. Okay. Uh, he's from Sicily. He okay. knows, he doesn't. He's soft as shit. He does nothing about the mob, though. <laughs> nothing about the mob. But um, yeah, I think if oh my god, I love I love the whole mob thing. Yeah. Just, me too. Well, and see, this is the funny thing for me is I was never into crime boss like mob books yeah until i read your series really yes i'm trying to make it as authentic as i can oh (laughs) i fell in love with it like now i want to read them all that's my shit i love i love mob and i love the way you wrote yours you can tell that you've done like your research like you know what the hell you're talking about because like i feel like people are just like oh shit we kill people and we got guns and money and shit but it's like a family like you gotta understand that like we would literally slice somebody's face open for this family you know yeah Yeah. between the mafia and a cartel Exactly. Exactly. And I think does not care who they're killing. They don't. They don't care if it's women. They don't care if it's children. They don't care. Cartel. Exactly. Mafia is the difference. It's family. Exactly. It's family. It's all family. And that's what it's. It, that's what it surrounds on. Like if you go back, you know, it started with like five Italian families. Like yes. just. Yes. And that's where it went off of. Yes. And I think if I were to ever, I know that I'm going to, but it's not going to be until like 2022. So nobody jump <laughs> up. Okay. <laughs> um, it's going to be Russian. And that's just because Russian. man, yeah. I fucking love yeah. the Russian mob. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Actually, you know who does um, Russian mob just... time? Is Nicole, uh, Nicole Fox, I think it is. I don't, he does I don't the Russian brother. Listen, oh my God. Yeah. Listen, yeah. I just, I love them all. I love a Russian <laughs> accent. I love a Russian man. Yeah. Give me, give me, give me, give me. So if I am going to do it, I'm going to, I'm definitely going to go in that direction. Not because I don't like the Italian mob, because I do, because there is nothing like a tall, dark, and handsome man sure. with an Italian accent. Sure. But I don't know. There's just Antonio something. Speaks Italian. There's just something about Russian. I don't know. They're just mysterious and badass, and I like it. Yeah. I don't want to delve into that. <laughs> no, so, I, get I get it. I get it's it. okay. I've already wrote one Russian. I just couldn't resist. I couldn't help myself. He's not in the mob. <laughs> he probably could be, honestly. He's yeah. a serial killer. Um, um, uh, the, guy, the guy in um, what I just lost my character. I can't even. Vladimir. Yes. Not oh my God. Right? <laughs> First of all, I love him. I absolutely loved Madame. When I was writing him, that first scene where she's meeting him in the building. Yes. That's <laughs> meeting him in the building. I'm like, like, I knew he was dying. <laughs> but 
Okay, so I'm like, oh my God, I love this guy. And when he showed up <laughs> at your house, I'm like, <laughs> but, I love him. <laughs> I really <Sorry>. did. <laughs> yeah. But I know people were reading that book. I'm like, and how do you feel about Madame? <laughs> like let me know like tell yeah, me right. what the what the vibe is so like <laughs> when can we see expect to see roundabout area antonio's story released next month like what day do you have a day January 18th what's my birthday i'm gonna January. try and release it on my birthday yeah so far i kind of everything is set for my birthday January 18th I okay I gotta fucking remember that that it's your birthday on the day that it because listen I'm gonna be distracted with the book and be like yeah. forget yeah. you yeah. happy birthday some other day yeah yeah <laughs> um, right, right, right. <laughs> so no, um, yeah so January 18th this is release day are you excited I'm I'm excited I I just hope that um my dog's scratching on the door <laughs> um <laughs> I just I hope people accept him the way he is because he is an ass at times you take know? it or leave it kind of character <laughs> you know like yes. Luke is such like a like Kaylin is like soft but still alpha where but could like stab like, you yeah like but yes. he but like when you move down the line like there's just two different lives of him and the yes book called, the book is called smoke and mirrors that should tell you right there it's like oh, one thing here, one thing there. When you close the door at the end of the night, you're one person. When you walk out in the morning, you're another person. You know? Oh my God, I'm so yeah. excited. I can't yeah. wait. <laughs> um, so this is where we segue. Stevie, are you okay over there? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm getting my paper so I can make notes, you know. <laughs> All I see across your screen is just like, mm, Well, moving. I was moving my life tray so I could, so I could lean. Okay, so this is where we segue into like writing questions okay. about less about like the actual books themselves and like more about your process. Okay. Um, so where did, well, I guess we've already talked about the Fifty Shades of Grey thing. Um, so is that kind of where your like love of storytelling like blossomed was like in the Fifty Shades of Grey, like reading those? It was. I feel like now that I've read so many books, um, and I'm sure you too, like you've noticed like different writing styles from people, yes. the way she wrote, if you, like I write in a day-to-day, -day, if you notice, like I write in a day-to-day -day format. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know, it's like, you know, Tuesday's this, like Thursday's that, even though it's not mentioned, it's more of a day-to-day -day thing. Yeah. Like it's not like skipping around. Kind yeah. Of, yeah. So, um, I'm not like that. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not. But I actually found it very refreshing because here, no, here's the reason why, because I don't like reading stories that are told to me. I don't mm -hmm. want to be told a story. I want to live in that story. Yes. You know? So when I was reading yesterday, which by the way, like we were running around like crazy yesterday, but at least five times I cried yesterday. <gasps> um, yes. Yeah. I, I, really did. I absolutely adore these characters. I really adore them. And I cannot wait to get to the second and third, but, oh um, and you know, what's funny is like in me writing Antonio, I couldn't, um, like I always read at night. Like I always said, like I'd write during the day and read at night because we do mm -hmm. a lot. Right. So I couldn't do that with Antonio because my brain was fried at the end of the day. Like yes. just writing him, it was just fried. And so um, I have not read anything that really was that intense, I guess mm -hmm. I should say, like that much emotion. Yeah. So yours was the first one that I read after it was done. And I was like, man, I picked the best book like right after being done. Like, you know. <laughs> Party in the USA, love yeah. and hockey for the win. <laughs> Listen, yeah, yeah. I 
I think for their story, the reason, I mean, I guess in the next book, Ice Hearts, it's a little bit more day-to-day, but yeah. I think for them, for Love and Hockey, it was just necessary, it was necessary to yeah. show the growth of Bishop yeah. and Valor. And I will say that I normally don't like books that go, like, future to past, past the future, mm-hmm. like, or, or grow, like, that yeah. way. I normally like, don't like that. And I actually loved it. So when I started reading it and I read about the mom and I was like, oh, okay. And then we went on and then we went on. And my girlfriend, I told you my girlfriend was reading it with me. Yes. And um, she's hilarious. She, <laughs> she's hysterical because she reads really fast, but she missed things because she reads so fast. Yes. So usually I'm the one that picks it up. And during the big, like, you know, bomb. Yes. She was like, I know you're going to catch on to this before you even get to that part. I know it, but I cannot wait. She was going. <laughs> oh, goodness. Yeah. I mean, That's I so think... <laughs> I think that was actually the book that Stevie and me found each other. So like shout out to Stevie on that. Um, But I mean, I think um, I wanted, I got my ass chewed by some readers because not everybody likes the way that that's like, you know, like going from past to present and like having flashbacks and stuff like that. But I was like, I don't know. It was an, it's an age gap romance. No, you you actually have to for that book. You actually have to for that couple. Because they're soulmates, and I wanted yeah. to show that. Like, yeah. my yeah. B and my Valor, I love them with yeah. my whole heart. They are my babies. Yeah. And they were so, like, emotionally draining. Like, oh, I'm sure. They took it all from me. And every <laughs> single book just seems to get worse. Like, I don't have, I'm running out of gas in the tank. <laughs> like, you people are killing me. Yeah. But I mean, loving it was my first book and for it to be like my first like my debut novel I loved like I was super happy with the feedback and the people saying they liked it and stuff like that but there were a lot of people that were like oh my god I hate the fact that it goes like from back to forth past and future and I was like well how the hell else you want me to show that these people are together no Um, I think I actually feel like it was perfectly done because I (laughs) I yeah there's I there's one author that I know that does it a lot and I kind of like I'm steering away which yes I get that. she's a phenomenal writer but it's just not my thing yeah so but I feel like you did it very very well thank yeah. you and I mean I think that it, I feel like if you just continue to do it and continue yes. to do it like over and over and over again I yeah. can see where it gets very like repetitive and like yes. dull and kind of thing yes. but yeah. that's why I'm glad it kind of like I hop from you yeah. know back and forth or whatever so it's yeah. fine um so speaking of mafia romance have you ever read m robinson love m robinson oh great girl (laughs) have you read el pecador and el santo uh i did i did my favorite is el diablo like he's my dude oh my god it's everybody's favorite martinez is everybody's favorite yeah i actually messaged her and i'm like if you do not Give me the sun before it's really- Did you read it? Did you I read did. him? Okay, I so I, I was an alpha for that book, uh, for the sun, because, I mean, I like Martinez. Don't get me wrong. Like, he was cool. But, like, I love El Pecador and El Santo. And I'm, like, the only freaking person who is, like, I prefer him over no, Martinez. Everybody's, no. like, blasphemy. And I'm, like, shit. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know. I just loved their dynamic, but I mean, I love in Robinson's book and the way that you like the angsty feels of your book remind me of the angsty feels I read when I read her books, yeah. which is fantastic. That's yeah. exactly what I want when I read a book. Yeah. So do you, this is a question that I love to ask. Sure. Do you work on multiple work in progresses at one time? 
I have, I have. Um, I was writing, um, it's not published. It's still sitting in my computer. So there's a half a book written. Chilling. <laughs> Just hanging out, maybe someday in the future. I don't know. It's almost based on a true life story of a relationship that's very tumultuous. It's like, it, it got so draining for me. It was, it was personal for me. Like I watched somebody go through this. Yes. So I started writing that and I was writing uh, Where the Chips May Fall at the same time. And um, I literally was just like brain dead. <laughs> like brain dead. Like I had to shelf it. Like I had to shelf it. It was just too much between Luke and Jessica and their emotions. And then the other one that shelved. <laughs> um, I was just listen. Like, if you ever want to unshelf that to my laptop, <laughs> I can absolutely give you a little read through, see what's going on, give yeah. you some feedback. Uh, it's Come about um, it's about a BMX rider. Oh shit. Oh my oh, god, yeah. I can't. Oh my god, my ex-boyfriend, I cannot. <sighs> so, That'll make me cry. Yeah, yeah, it's about that. But um it may be one day in the future, maybe, but I, I probably have about uh, I guess fifty thousand words into it. So my books are long though. They're about my books usually tend to e like end somewhere around 130, 135. I think Luke yeah. and Jess is like 138. Um Antonio, I think is 132, somewhere around there um but yeah so yeah I do and jingle my balls and uh um I love Antonio. that title bro <laughs> <laughs> my balls and Antonio were at the same time um I I think my this fourth book the one I'm writing now is gonna be like it's gonna be like 132 it's gonna be yeah there yeah. and I, I love feel, long books I yes love long books. I feel like for okay so for Ice Hearts they were I don't even know but like I believe Okay, so like I'm not gonna push words that don't need to be there for my exactly. for my characters, right? right? So I am already a wordy writer. Like right. I like very I'm very prose when I write. Right. And so uh, I already use a lot of words. And so I'm not gonna put more than is necessary sure. to like depict the, the relationship between my characters. And if I feel like that, you know, 85 or 95 is where that is and that's yeah. told their story and it's done. Exactly. I'm right. not gonna freaking push it. You Me, no, I agree. I agree. My brain will freaking fry. <laughs> but this book, my fourth one, which is Suicide Pass, is gonna be. It's gonna be like 132. It's gotta be a long ass book because <laughs> Emerson is a freaking dumpster fire. Right. Um. So Stevie, have you read Jingle My Balls? Because I have not read it yet not yet it's all my it's actually the next book i'm gonna read because i so, have a break coming since it is, um jingle my balls it's quick it's fun it's twenty one thousand words it's quick it's fun it shows you the cast like all the characters mm -hmm. it's mainly about luke and jess because they got some things going on in their lives um oh, it also is um you'll see a you'll see luke is going through a lot of crap so mm -hmm. it's also segueing you into the area of the MC that I'm going to do someday. <laughs> oh, um, which is me new. too. We should yeah. do a crossover. <laughs> yeah. So we're definitely going in that direction. I cannot wait. I'm, I can't even, like, like I have to write Antonio. I should be writing Giovanni, but my heart is Luke's sister, Raven. Oh, like, I... I cannot wait to write Luke's sister, Raven. She is... You want to talk dumpster fire? Okay. <laughs> she's sending them dumpsters with M80s. Okay. Like she is, she's a hot mess, but a beautiful girl. 
and has a love for one person and wants him. That's it. I love a good book like that. I love that. <laughs> um, I am going to plan on writing. I have an entire, listen, I am, I'm literally an ADHD squirrel. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> literally today I'm planning my entire 2021. Like that's what I, that's my goal for today. Yeah. So after I do Suicide Pass, the fourth one in this book, I, I plan on doing uh, the children of this book, like two of them, but mm-hmm. I'm going to give them time to breathe. Sure. and kind of like grow up right and so in between that I am writing a I'm not going to say anything too spoilerly but I'm going to be writing I haven't announced anything yet but I'm going to be writing a dark romance series it's like four books long and as soon as that's done okay. I get the the my fury series done with the kids I am going full MC and there's nobody that can stop I me I, I, I am favorite. yes MC I am embracing Jack's Teller. I'm putting on the leather jacket and my man. Can just get off me. That's my one day pass. Oh my God. I love him. <laughs> Honestly, though, I would totally, I, this is like, obviously this is blasphemy again. Everybody's going to lose their shit when I say this. However, if it was between Jack's Teller and Opie, I'm taking Opie. Really? Yes, no, really. No. See, I mean, okay. All right. Wait a minute. I'm talking like season, like season three, four, Mm -hmm. Opie. No, no, no. The only season I really didn't like Jax was the one where he had the long blonde hair. Like it was on the shoulders. I I love a good long, I love a good long. I I I do too, I do too. Okay, but that one just didn't work for me that season. He's smexy. I love him so much. No, but I can't wait to write dancing. I can't wait to write. And I honestly feel that I need to write Bane which is Luke's brother Bane, right? Yes. I feel like I need to write him first with the back part of Raven so that you can see the tension of building up with Raven. Oh my God, do it. So. <laughs> do it. Yeah, so, but Jingle My Balls is really cute. It's a cute little just, you'll like, you'll see some snippets in there, mm-hmm. some past problems with Jessica come back in real short. Yeah. Um, like everybody that has read it was like, oh my God, like I totally expected like this major Christmas book. And that's why they, you know, like they're like, ah, you know, some people don't like reading Christmas stories and stuff like that. You know, we yeah. put them out for like, you know, charity and stuff like that. But this is not like when one of my okay. beta got ready, she was like, my beta read it like last second because she was like, I just totally expected like this huge Christmas story. <laughs> it's not really a huge Christmas story. It is a Christmas story. It's set at Christmas time. But there's a whole nother story in it going on between Luke All and right. Jax. So I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna, it's I have quick. to do that. If you I can read to. the other ones that quick, you can read this one. And I'll blink, it'll be done. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of people not liking Christmas stuff, how do you handle negative feedback? I laugh at it. Oh shit, yeah. She said, watch, bad bitch. Um, I've really only gotten two very negative feedbacks. Um, mm-hmm. One was just recently, it was like last week and I'm sitting on the couch and I read it and my husband was like, what? And I was cracking up. And I don't say that to be disrespectful. I really don't. But this person only read 45 pages of book one. It's like shit, man. And I'm like, I don't even feel like you're qualified to write a review. You're not. <laughs> right? So right? Like, you, you, don't, you don't know. Like, I don't, I don't feel like you were just qualified to write it. So I kind of just laugh at it. I do respect what people wrote. Like, there was another woman who said that I ruined the story with Sophia being so whiny. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, book one to book three, she's not whiny anymore in book three. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But I mean, so, even, 
and I don't even think she was whiny. I mean, I think, it, and even if she did come across that way, it was needed. Like, yeah, I mean, she came from a father that was his golden child. Like, Mary, exactly, the middle child was strong like him. Sophia is the soft, sweet girl. That's his exactly. little girl, the youngest child of the family. So he had his thumb on her. So she was trying to break free of that. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. she moved in with Caitlin when she was young, and then you know all of this stuff happened to her, and you know she needed to she needed to be free. She needed to find herself. She needed to to, to get her own confidence. Exactly. You know what I mean? But yeah, so so when it comes to feedback, I'm just kind of like, whatever. <laughs> I'm telling you what, you know? though. I read a review on another author's thing. I was about to be like, I hope it wasn't me, because shit. When I go, so when I go to post my <laughs> reviews, when I go into post my reviews on Goodreads, I tend to scroll through and see what other people are saying. And somebody commented on this author. I told MJ about this. I actually sent her a text in the middle of the night about this. This girl complained about the hair color. Oh, she yeah, told her the that. book was awful and that she wrote too many blondes and she needs to write more brunettes. Seriously? Yep, gave her, I mean, gave her one star. Yeah, yeah. So you're ruining some. This is what I, I don't. When people write reviews, you have to realize that somebody put their work, their hours into it. It's like you get up and go to work eight hours a day. A you're writing for eight and ten hours a day. So we're yeah. sitting behind a computer and we're writing for eight, eight, ten hours a day, right? So. When you write a, a, I don't know, 100 word little review saying tearing us apart, you have to realize that there's a person behind that. You exactly. Know? A robot so does not write these You're books. complaining about hair color, but this is the character that she's seen in her head. You yeah. Know what I mean? So like, yeah. this, is, this is what made you read the book though, right? So if you continued from page one to the last page, because honestly, if you're not liking the book, you're not gonna finish. Exactly. Right? Yep. So, I mean, I've had DNFs. I don't, so some of the books I have, I'm like, I'm not doing, I can't move on. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so if you brand yourself to write that review, there was something there that you liked. Now the woman who just wrote this about, well, I don't know, she only read 45 pages. She said I had juvenile writing, blah, 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 blah. She was going off on me. But- I would um, oh my God. I oh yeah. Know. But you know what? I started laughing because in the beginning of Sophia, and Kaylin's book, the way there's there's italics, there's caps, there's shouting, there's this. I did that for a reason, which in hindsight now, five years later, I mean, I've been writing five years, I've only been published for what, three and a half now, but mm-hmm. in hindsight of that, yes, I probably could have written it better, but my point was at the end of that chapter, I wanted you to have a headache because I wanted you to feel the way she felt laying on that bathroom floor confused exactly. headache the whole nine yards you know what i mean like when you got time, that chapter, when you got done with that chapter i wanted you to be like oh jesus yeah like i'm tired <laughs> you know and i mean at the time that was how you felt that it needed to be wrote and that and, yes. and that was to your ability i feel yes. like you grow every single book so to every. the ability of that book that's yes. what you yes. wrote and yes. i shoot i think that there are some reviews that i can find critiques in and i can grow from that are you know like trying to help me become a better you know like author and and i appreciate any of those if it's constructive exactly like all that like the woman was like um oh thank god i only spent 99 cents on it because my first book is 99 cents right yeah so she's like thank god i only spent 99 cents on it but you only read 45 pages so you really can't and I will tell you that I really only pay attention to the Goodreads books, the reviews, because yeah. those are the people that read all the time. So if you're leaving it, and this was on Amazon, mm-hmm. so which I hardly get my reviews on Amazon to begin with. <laughs> <laughs> Amazon, 
Here's the thing with Amazon, uh, though. They block a lot of reviews now. They, they do. I actually emailed them probably about four or five times. I've emailed them and said, because I've had readers message me and say, you know, I, I love the book, blah, 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 blah. I love the review. And then I was like, all right, well, there's no review. So if I have all these people messaging me saying they're, they're leaving these reviews and they're not coming through, okay, a couple of them are probably just BSing, whatever, right? Yes. But then I started saying to my, when, if I would get them, can you do me a favor? Can you copy and paste it and send it to me? And they would. And then, but it wasn't showing up on Amazon. Uh, so it's frustrating because we're putting our work out there and if nope. somebody's leaving a review, they should be able to leave the review. Exactly. It's just, it's all, and I mean, at the same time, Goodreads is like, it's great, but it's also a right. freaking- Because now you have experienced readers. <laughs> it's a cesspool sometimes. Uh, and I, my biggest fear, okay? So like right now I have no, I have no like savage, you know, like for my throat reviews, right? right. Which I'm happy for. Right. But I feel like if you reach a certain point in your, your author career where you've reached like a really high point, you're very popular. Right. They say, screw coming for the book. I'm coming for your, your, your person. Yes. And I'm like, bro, oh my, I could not. They, I could that not. they are savages. I, I, listen, I know a lot of authors that don't read their reviews. I don't, I, I let my team sift through them. If yeah. there is a review that can be constructively criticism to me, they will pick that out and they will send yeah. it to me. Other than that, I say the hell off of Goodreads. <laughs> I don't watch that. It no, it really, it doesn't bother me. Like when I read that last review, she just was, I just laughed. My husband's like, what are you laughing at? And I'm like, I, I, I can't even take this serious. I cannot. Yeah. So, it's not even it's that it, then yeah. It's not even that it'll bother me. It's just that I will, I will second guess myself. I'll be like, well, shit, should I? And I'm like, no, yeah. no, no don't. don't do that don't to do yourself. That. Do that. And back to the hair color thing that you were saying that she doesn't write enough, like, Bright, oh my gosh. Like dark hair or whatever I feel like there are I mean I understand like seeking diversity right in like characters and stuff like that yeah. but I feel like there are so many other books and like authors that if you want a diverse book sure there is a shit ton yeah. of them out there and yeah. I mean I'm currently working on somebody that is not my that is diverse like she's you know my like minority she's not my skin color and I mean like there are plenty of other authors out there that write you know like specifically like diverse characters you know like yeah. African-American and Latino and you yeah. know like all kinds of different races and it's like how are you gonna come at somebody for a character's hair yeah I just I cannot yeah. I can't yeah. deal with yeah. Yeah. I don't know when you write your characters like like I know when I just wrote Antonio's like he was not you would think Antonio would be like with a tall blonde right he's the mom yeah. guy no no hell no she's like she's medium height but she's curvy as f man like yes. she's curvy and that's what gets it like, Ooh, yeah. like she's curvy like I he's like it. you know look at those curves <laughs> I love that you know? so, I love yeah. that well that's yeah. how I imagined Valor so I knew that I wanted for my first book ever I wanted to come out with like a because I mean I do think that blondes and brunettes are kind of like the those are like the two right yeah. and yeah. so I wanted Valor to be redheaded and I wanted her to have this like mane of like curls and I wanted her to be tall and like yeah. lean and just like every single high school girl I ever went to school with including myself uncomfortable with her body because sure. she felt like 
Sure. She was the human equivalent of North Dakota. She was yeah. just long, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. she found a guy that like loved that that about her. And right. it was just like showing girls that like, hey, yeah. Yeah. all body types are beautiful. I totally have an idea for a redhead. My niece is redheaded. God, she's gorgeous. I, I can't even. redheads. So yeah, I totally have an idea. And it's with my niece. So one day when you're reading. <laughs> <laughs> be like, oh, that's her niece. So, <laughs> yes. Um, so we're going to segue to tropes now. Okay. Tropes my favorite, is my favorite. Our favorite part of the show. Um, so do you want to ask her our first trope question, Stevie? Oh, what God. is your favorite trope to write and why? I want to say soulmates because Same. I just love the connection of the two. Yes. I love that. Me too. I love that one. I don't know. Like, like, so you, you're in this world, right? And you're living in this world, but they're, is somebody out there for you and one day you will meet them whether it's now five years from now ten years from now you will meet that person right so that connection between the two when you actually do meet them i love that connection between the two that i I absolutely love i'm currently writing that right now it's just the girl doesn't exactly know it and the and emerson does and i i love a soulmate but with a with a gap like a bridge (laughs) <laughs> like that they have to like overcome you know right. it's like yeah absolutely emerson knows this is not too spoilery i feel like everybody knows this emerson knows that his lady friend that he is gonna be with in the book he okay. loves her and okay. he has loved her since they were in college right. but there is a <laughs> there's an issue blocking path said path and i love that like i love watching soulmates overcome yes. shit like that that makes my heart so yes. melty i, can't I will tell it. you i really want to do a love triangle like a major love oh triangle. i love like, love. That, that's touchy oh, that's that touchy Listen, like i kind of okay so like sophia has you know kaylin but she also has jonathan okay which jonathan does show up in in antonio's book um so right and then luke and jess like there's a dim around but he's not really like there but i want to do a straight up love triangle like edward and jacob love triangle like we're going like, yeah like Twilight. who am i choosing at the end of this you know like, you gotta I, be careful yeah, yeah. listen yeah. you gotta I love be a good love triangle you gotta love See? it but it's so touchy because readers get really pissed. i was about to be like there yeah, are readers yeah. like stevie <laughs> Who love a good triangle, but there are other. No, readers. there really is. Yeah, gang gal, and it will definitely be a disclaimer. Like, if you're not into this, like, I have an author friend who who hates reading cheating books. And oh, so, yeah. so when I explained to her like what my first book was about, she's like, "There's cheating in there." I'm like, "But there's not, though." But I guess there kind of is. But there's not. Right? I are not together in the same way you are. Yeah. But I have a t- I have a member on my team, right? Who's an alpha, and she, man, if the if the hero even glances at another female <laughs> in the book, she's losing her shit. Melissa is losing her shit. Come on, Melissa, I'm calling you out right now. You hear me? <laughs> she loses her shit, man. And it's it's, but I love that about her, and I love that she gives me that perspective sure. of. From a readers that are other readers that are like her. And yeah. so like Bishop has a moment where, and he's not even a big moment, I swear to God, like where he like mentions that he had some yes, type yes, of sexual yes, yes. thing, right? Yes. Happened to him in the brief I'm four so years. Four years they were together. This man stayed celibate for four years. No, he he did. I get it. I get it. One blowjob. And yes. then Melissa loses yeah. her shit. 
She was like, listen, though, it wasn't even a full beach egg. She, I know, but she, she has still not forgiven Bishop. She's still not forgiven him. I'm like, oh, it's fine. It's fine. He's okay. No, uh, no. Yeah. And, the best love triangle I've ever read was, um, S.E. Stevenson. What cast with the Thoughtless series? Yes. Oh my god. It's Kellen and Kira. Oh my god. I'm obsessed. Missing out. I am obsessed. It's really good. So for MJ, she's not familiar with this series, but S.E. Stevens wrote a series. It's Thoughtless, Effortless, and Reckless. Yes. Okay. Book one is Denny and Kira are together, but Kellen is the roommate. That's oh, shit. Oh, that's no. Her, that's where the love triangle is. so freaking good. Oh, no. Yeah. Okay, my heart. But book two and three is mainly her uh, and yeah. her, the, cho- the one of the men that she chose to be yeah. with. She's going to make me get attached to one whole ass character. Oh, my God. And then God. switch it up no, on me. You, you ha- oh, my God. It really is good. Like, it's such a back and forth. Like, you're yes. like, one minute you're like you're being an ass to this girl like right and then the next minute you're like oh no like and no. there are there are times where you will want to punch the crap out of Kira. Yeah. i love those i love those books because of how she because she doesn't make a choice and she yeah. oh so, shit i hate an indecisive lady she's so well and it's not even that she just doesn't want to hurt someone's feelings yes. okay yeah i get that yeah and i'm not like that if yeah. i know that, i know I'll tell you that, that, i don't that, care that whole yeah, series, that series blew up my that goodness. blew up. She put that on. Um, oh, I forgot what it was called. She put that on platform for free. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it so she up. pulled that to publish. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then oh, it became cool. then it became this thing where it was where everybody wanted book two, which was the her the guy that she chose this story. Yeah. And yeah. People wanted book three for them, and yeah, like I'm to read that shit. It literally was. I will say this was that was the first book I ever downloaded on my Kindle, and yeah. it was the first series. I, the series had already been out, so I was able to read all three books in yeah. a row. Me too. But it was what made me fall in love with reading. Yes, yeah. like hard. Mine was in Rob. Mine was in mine was in Robinson's Good Old Boy series. Oh my god, I love that series. Alex and oh yes. god, Lucas yes. literally yes. crushed my soul yes. every time. Yes. So. Yes tropes what is one trope that you will never write and why oh god i don't even know there's got to be one you gonna be writing some flowers in the attic vibes <laughs> is that what? <laughs> there's gotta be no, something like, all right wait a minute. what's the list here tropes of like i don't even know like i probably could like, write them all but that's me that's me. I, I don't really could care. Write them all, right? But I, I don't like know. if I got a gumption to write, you know, some like some people shit. say they <laughs> won't write love triangles. Some people say they won't write dark romance. Some will say they don't want to write what's another one in paranormal romance, paranormal. like that kind of stuff. Okay, so I probably wouldn't write paranormal. I'm not into it. Like mm-hmm. I like, like I, I watch the Twilights and all that, but I don't know. I'm just not the whole like the fantasy like yeah, vampire like werewolf like, thing. To, to, to think about all the extras that I have to put in there with you being a vampire or a wolf. Like, uh, but even like, the yeah. thing is, the cool thing about that is, is like <laughs> so like in the real world, you have to like abide by certain like logistical rules. But like, sure. if I'm building a werewolf, if he right. gets shot 97 times, if he <laughs> doesn't die, if he doesn't die, that's up to me. Yeah, that's my werewolf. It's true, but I probably you probably won't ever see me. Okay, we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was like, 
I mean, are you going to be writing some, like, brother-sister shit that's happening here that we're not knowing about? No. <laughs> I'm so, a big secret baby person. She oh makes fun God. of me because I'm obsessed with secret babies and surprise babies. And I, have, and I have readers that hate that. No, see, I love them. I, lo- I love everything about them. Yeah. Shit, no. I no, love when the you. girl has a baby and then she pops back up in town and the guy comes strolling in like hey. and all drop it. That's my that's my jam. <laughs> Every Hallmark movie. Look, ever. we had we had Alexis Winter on last week and I am obsessed with her in general. And secret she had a whole series that was secret babies except for one couple. Oh, the there you go, Stevie. Um go. so your reading habits yeah. um we've talked about you being an author and how you write and that kind of mm-hmm. stuff so we're all readers and what is the first book that ever made you cry ever made me cry yeah and i'm talking like hard i will tell you oh my god i listen until this day like i feel it in my chest right now uh-huh. it is um beth flynn what? She wrote um, nine minutes. Have you ever heard of it? Nine minutes, nine minutes. That sounds really familiar. Oh my God. It's like out of time, nine minutes, something like that. Shoot, I can't even remember. This book, I'm not kidding you. I was gasping for air. Like the guy's name is Grizz in the book. He's a biker. It's like, it's three books over time, like a long time. He steals the girl. Okay, so he steals her. She's underage. He's like in his 30s. It's probably been like four years since I've read this. He's like in his 30s and she's like young. She's young. She's like, like we're talking 14, 15 and he steals her. Yeah. And so, but then there's like this whole circle and then it's just like, like I've never written to an author and I actually wrote to her. It was in the beginning and I was like, I have to tell you that I don't even know if she outlined, I don't know if she won it, but every little single detail, by the time you got to that third book, you were like, holy cow, like how did she keep this straight? And all the little things that he, this guy Grizz did, he was, he was, you'll love it because he's an MC dude. So he, he steals her, but he knows the parents and then it just comes like one full circle. He changes her name. He runs like this whole thing. He works for like, like the secret, like the CIA. Like it's yes. like, it's just, it's wild this book. Like if I can recommend a book for you, it would be that. It oh my would, God, would I have that. to do that. Have you I'll, read, I'll send it to you. If, please do. If you like dark romance, yeah. I have a serious question. Okay. Have you read... Have you read Penelope Douglas's Devil's Night series? No. Is it good? What the? No! Oh my God! Blasphemy! Blasphemy! Really? You cannot tell me oh, you're a dark romance fan. Hold on. Listen to me. Listen That's to me, man. Oh, she's got to write it down. Look I'll at me. Write it down. Okay. Corrupt. Okay. Hideaway. Kill switch. Nightfall. She just released. She just released an Avelia for the for like Christmas called yeah. Fire Night to like end it all. So the whole series is done. You can get it on Kindle Unlimited. When I tell you that this, okay, I I just know in my heart and soul that you're gonna love Damon. Everybody loves Damon, but Kai is mine. So we're just gonna back up off him. Um, this series 
Penelope Douglas, I, these are the only books that I read by her, but she, how you were talking about how, like, you flawlessly, like, I don't know if she, like, outlined or whatever, because all of the shit, like, lines up, it's insane, like, it's mystery, it's like, oh my god, I cannot, and it's so, it's so dark, like, it's, I'm, I'm excited, I'll read it, I'll read it now, because I, um, Oh my god, girl. I'm finishing your two and then I'll read that one because um yes, please. I yes, when please. I'm done writing a book, I take two weeks off. Okay, cool. So So you read? know what I mean? So like I'm done with Antonio, so I get two weeks of reading and I don't have to sit there and stress about it. You know what I mean? Read? Like I get out of my brain and then bring the next person in. <laughs> exactly. So read me, read my two. And okay. then start corrupt and we'll buddy, I'll buddy read it again with you. I don't care. We'll I talk. have that on my TBR. We will talk as you go like you just tell me how you feel because let me tell you stevie won't read it yet because stevie's not like a huge dark romance yeah oh so i'm not huge on dark romance it's just not my thing i've tried it multiple times i don't even sign up for the books anymore because i've tried so many times and it's just not my thing girl you better be your thing because you're gonna read my shit um all i'm saying is is that you're gonna love damon he's everybody's favorite he's the kill switch like each book is a different character but you have like a different couple but you have to read them in order because like the storyline follows that right so michael and rika are the first couple her name is erica but they call her rika are the first couple and then kai and banks swoon be still my (laughs) freaking heart <laughs> and then damon and winter and then emory and will grayson the third and he is as bougie as he sounds i promise you that <laughs> so you need to read them they're all really good no i love dark Man. it's like one of my favorites dark oh, same. i just cannot believe that you are Dr. Man's fan and you have not freaking read devil's I'm, night oh no, I have my it. freaking god i'm having like a hive breakout situation <laughs> oh my gosh so um one more question Okay. And then we're gonna, you know, say goodbye because we're running out of time. But who are some of your favorite authors? Like off the top of your head, like who are they? Uh, Kate Bromberg. Okay. Um, I dig. M is M Robinson. Oh God. Um. There's a series out there that I don't think gets a lot of recognition, and it's by Jamie Begley. Okay. Um, and the series is uh shit i can't i just it like went out of my head <laughs> listen but she is one of them it's 22 books it's 22 22? Books. yes this, this goes back this goes back to bad reviews because is it I, called razor's ride yes that's the, the last rider series yes yes there you go last riders um you can pop that up that fast i'm on my computer i got <laughs> listen yeah no she um bad reviews i read her reviews and some of them were terrible and you know what i fell in love with these characters 100 percent these characters um and jody ellen mapas is one of my favorites like when i recommend books to people those are the girls that i i you know here read these ones i am here for Kay brumberg though let me just say her everyday heroes project thing has blown up and every single book has been amazing i know i know do you know how many people emailed me and said you need to get into this you need to get into this and i didn't do it oh my gosh and there's still more coming out like like, it's insane i've like signed over every single one because i have been obsessed with the driven series and a lot of it has stemmed from there yeah and it's all about Sunnyfield. They're all still in the same place. And it's like, yeah. and some, the authors have done an amazing job tying it together with her. Yeah. And that was my thing. Like when people, like 
I jumped on Facebook one day and I hate Facebook. So I'm hardly ever on it. And I got like all these messages from it. Like this, this whole thing is coming out. Okay. Romberg is doing this thing, blah, 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 blah. You should do it. You should do it. You should do it. And I was like, okay. So then like, I kind of looked into it and I was like, all right, so I have to write my characters in her world or like, I didn't understand it at first, but from what I understand, it is, I do have some other friends that have done it and they love it. They actually love what they're doing. So it's kind of like one of those things you want to kick yourself in the butt for. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I don't know if I could do that shit. No. Yeah. That's my whole thing was like, I was like, I don't know like if I could do it. And then I would take myself away from my characters. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't selfishly, I didn't want to take myself away from mine and lose my momentum. I am such a control freak that I have to control like the situation, the setting, the plot, the everything that I just talked about this. I know. I just don't know. But you have control over that. The whole thing is though, is that for instance, Ariana, Ariana Rose wrote a book for the driven series and the characters from driven were part of a foundation. They had a charity event for that's all the tied it into yeah 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 the, and then cool. some of them tied it into this the town but even then yeah. even then the only thing that the only way that i really think that i could like like legitimately co-write with somebody is if they took one pov and i took the other pov yeah yeah because no like if you did the girl and i did the guy or i did the girl and you did the guy yeah like exactly i could do that but i genuinely yeah. respect anybody that can Right. Uh, I'm gonna write until I can go, and then tag your it, buddy, and then pick yeah. up where they. Yeah. I'm gonna off. say yeah. shout out to the authors that what like we have a bunch coming on in the next months that are our partners in this and write yes. together. Yeah. Am Koozies next week, and they're married. Yeah. Somebody who did a really good job recently, and I'm not even a fan of like not like duos because like duos under one name obviously I know who they write but I'm talking like duets like people who write as a unit um M Robinson and Rachel Van Dyken released Mafia Casanova and it was really good and I've read M Robinson for a really long time but I hadn't read Rachel and so I felt like I could pick out what was M's and there were a few places where I was like yeah M wrote that shit (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but um th- there were a lot of spots where i was like i don't know who the fuck is writing but it's so good so uh, it was really good yeah. but i just don't think that i could do that i would have to just take like yeah. one pov and the other person take the other pov yeah and just- my only thing with dual authors if you so you know like when you're writing a character like you know their feelings so when you write that sentence you know exactly how they're feeling in that sentence right so i've read dual authors and so sometimes I feel like the feelings aren't 100% in there. You know what I'm saying? Like, because that other author doesn't know exactly, like, so if you're writing one part, right? And then the next, she comes in and she writes the next part. Like, you're not- How do I know that you're feeling it? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So yeah, no, I definitely noticed that in like dual authors and stuff like that. But listen, just to be able to do it, shit. But I mean, M. Robinson and Rachel did a really good job, like picking up, like, I think they're both very, like, angsty mafia writers. So I think they matched each other's style really well. And I couldn't really, it was good. It was angsty. I couldn't really tell the difference between the two of them. And I was like, Yeah, I haven't read, I do plan on reading it. I just didn't read it yet because I don't like reading the same. Put it on the back burner. So I'm writing, no, I'm writing mafia. I don't want to read mafia. Yeah. So put it on the back burner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And read the Devil's Night series. <laughs> Pin Douglas better like send me some like money because I'm over here like pimping her books out. <laughs> but 
it's really good. Ten out of ten should read them. Um, <laughs> but thank you so much for joining us. Oh, We've had awesome. such a fantastic time with yeah. you. Thank you for the invite.